0: title of the message today is when the old you dies heaven opens wide when the old you dies heaven opens wide let me read it matthew chapter 3 we're reading from the 13th verse then jesus went from galilee to the jordan river to be baptized by john It is important to know that Jesus did not need to be baptized. There's an attempt out there, even in some theological circles, and I want to remind you that Jesus did not need to be baptized. Why Why was he baptized? Why did he submit to John the Baptist? Even John the Baptist pushed back and said, I don't, you don't need this, I need this. Why would Jesus do it? Because good leaders don't just tell their followers what to do, they show them how to do it. So he modeled behavior. He modeled behavior. Don't just tell your children to pray. Show them how to pray. Don't just tell your children to praise God. Show them what it is to praise God. The first point, if you're taking any notes, and always good luck with that. When when the old you is immersed, the new you emerges. The immersion of the old you will provoke the emergence of the new you. In layman's terms, the new you is waiting for the old you to get out of the way. I'm going to repeat that line. The new you is waiting for the old you to get out of the way. The word baptism in its transliteration of the Greek word baptizo means to immerse. Similarly in the Hebrew, it's the immersion of the old you that will provoke the emergence of the new you. The new you is waiting for the old you to get out of the way. The new you is waiting for the old you to stop talking. There are doors that will not open for the old you, but will open for the new you. Stop listening to the old you. Stop listening to the voice in your head telling you to go back, look back, think back, hook up back, fall back. That's not you anymore. Romans chapter 6 verse 4. For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism. And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we may also live new lives. In other words, the old you died when Jesus died. And the new you was born the moment Christ resurrected. So I'm here to remind you hmm, that when Christ is your Savior, your Deliverer, your Healer, your Lord, your friend in your life, you're not who you used to be. You are not who you used to be. I want to repeat that till it penetrates in your spirit you are not who you used to be there are many things the enemy was able to do with the old you but he won't get away with it with the new you I'm gonna repeat that there are things the enemy was able to do with the old you but he won't be able to get away with it with the new you The enemy was able to rob peace from the old you. The enemy was able to kill joy in the old you. The enemy was able to destroy hope in the old you, but not the new you. I'm here to tell you to deliver some of the greatest news you will hear this year. You won't hear it on CNN, you won't hear it on Fox, you won't hear it on MSNBC, and you probably won't hear it on Telemundo and Univision. But I'm here to tell you some of the best news you'll hear. Are you ready? Facebook may censor it, Instagram may reject it, YouTube may put a lid on it, but you need to hear it. Hell can't stop the new you. I'm gonna say that one more time. Hell can't stop the new you. Fear cannot hold the new you back. No, darkness can't keep the new you down. I dare you to open up your mouth and say, Hell. Not today, not not tomorrow, not not ever. ever. 2 Corinthians 5.17 is so beautiful. It says, if anyone is in, this is the the passion translation, if anyone is enfolded into Christ, he has become an entirely new creation. All that is related to the old order has vanished. Behold, everything is fresh in you. I'm here to tell you, you're not who you used to be. There, there, you're, there were things that were able to stop the old you That cannot stop the new you I'm telling you there are things That's why you're going to get to a place Like Pastor Nathan just referenced That you're going to be doing the right thing But even if you're in the wrong circle There's going to come a point that the, the wrong circle Won't be able to handle the new you So when you see some people getting away from you, don't whine, don't complain, don't beg them to come back into your life. Let God do what he's doing. Let God surround you with the kind of people that can handle the new you, that can handle the bless you. Let me give you a comparative analysis. The old you cursed, the new you blesses. The old you lived in a lie, the new you lives in the truth. The old you lived to die. The new you died to live. The old you was stuck in the past. The new you runs towards the future. The old you looked back. The new you looks up. The old you had an attitude. The new you has an anointing. The old you was driven by drama. The new you is guided by destiny. The old you hated. The new you loves. The old you gave up. The new you rises up. The old you demanded vengeance. The new you demands forgiveness. The old you settled for Ishmael. The new you will not be satisfied until you see your Isaac. The old you had conversations with the serpent in the garden. The new you has conversations with the lamb even in the midst of a storm. The old you would see a cloud and freak out, saying there's a storm in the horizon. The new you sees the cloud and says, get ready, showers of blessing are coming my way. (laughs) The old you, victim. The new you, more than a conqueror. The old you blamed others. The new you, blesses others. And the old you couldn't stop saying, look what the devil did, look what the devil did. But the new you, the new you can't stop shouting look what the lord has done are there any new creation people in the house here on this sunday is there anyone here who has been made new by the blood of the lamb and the spirit of god when you are baptized when you drown the old you and died in your past even in the midst of the storm you are anointed even in the midst of the fiery furnace you are blessed even in the midst of the wide pressed pit you are a mighty warrior The old version of Sammy Rodriguez, when Sammy was 20... I said, Sammy. (laughs) Armando messed me up. I said, Sammy. When when Sammy was 15, 17, when Sammy was in his 20s, Sammy would come up to doors. He was raising church. So he heard about doors opening up and doors and doors. So Sammy would come up to doors... And Sammy in his teens and in his twenties He would go up to doors And he would knock on doors and they wouldn't open And then he would kick the doors and they wouldn't open Sammy grew up in a Pentecostal church So he knew what to do From a religious ritual segment So he would And it still wouldn't open <laughs> Sammy would lay hands on himself He would get hit the foot, get back up Still wouldn't open, he would put the red color The blue color on top of Sammy, still wouldn't open Sammy would run around the church Runner aisle three, it still wouldn't open Samuel would take out a hammer, a saw, try to open the door, it still wouldn't open. He would speak into the door, prophesy into it. No, you know why? Because there were things about Sammy that were still old that needed to drown. But now, now, now Samuel Rodriguez doesn't need to knock on a door. I don't have to beg a door to open up. I don't even look for the door. I just walk and the doors open up in my favor. you're not getting that while everything is locking down doors are opening up for you and your family if you believe it, shout like you know the doors are about to open up there are things that wouldn't open up for the old me that now automatically open up for the new me I don't even have to ask to be honest, I don't even pray for open doors I mean it. I don't. All I do is pursue righteousness. Before, when I was in my 20s and my teens, I would have people pray. Can you pray for God? I, I'm not making this up. I would actually have people pray. Can you help pray for God to open up his door? Yeah. Please help me pray. Help me pray or come in agreement with Hallelujah. That God will open up his door. Come in agreement that God will open up his door. And because the old man was still alive, nothing happened. And Sammy was 85% new, 15% old. And I discovered that you can't, that's not the way it works. You can't be 90% new man, 10% old man. You can't be 95%. You can't be 50-50. It's all or nothing. You all didn't hear that. No, it's all or nothing. You know what the world needs now? The world doesn't need a bunch of religious churchgoers. The world needs all or nothing, born again, spirit-empowered, Holy Spirit-filled... The world needs some devil-rebuking, demon-binding, blood wash, cries-exalting, Jesus-centered human beings who say it is all or nothing. Yeah. So now I still ask people to help me with the doors. Oh, but not to open them. I'm actually texting, calling people, go, please help me pray for the doors. Oh, it's so Pastor Sam, you want God to open the door? Oh, no, 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 no. He does that. He just opened up so many doors at the same time. I need new team members to help me manage everything God is opening in my favor. Y'all didn't get that. That's not for Sammy. This is not about Sammy. It's about every person who dies to the old man and comes up as the new man. It's for every person that says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. If that's you, say amen. Say amen. Amen. I am declaring new contracts are coming your way. I am declaring new opportunities are coming your way. I am declaring new platforms, by the grace of God, are coming your way. Yeah. We got to get this. Point number two, I told you, good luck with taking notes. When the old you dies, heaven opens wide after his baptism, that he did not need to do. Jesus came up out of the water, verse 16. The heavens were opened the moment he came out. Open heavens. Somebody say open heavens. That's simple. That's that's what Jesus is showing us. The old you, dies; the new you comes up. Open heavens are connected to the new you. Don't ask God to open up the heavens if you're not willing to die to the old man. That temperament, that response, that attitude, that demeanor, all of that has to die. And it's not that you have to do it. All you have to do is come back to the cross. Let the Lord do the work in you. Trust the Holy Spirit. What is an open heaven? An open heaven is when the grace, the gift, and the glory of God invade your space. When God's presence, promise, provision, promotion, and protection inundate your life, your family, your church, your community, and nation. An open heaven is not a God touch. It is a holy takeover. Can I repeat that? An open heaven is not a God touch. It is a holy takeover. And I feel the spirit of God to tell you, get ready. You've been touched by God. Now you're about to be taken over by the presence of God. Your family's about to experience a holy takeover. And what what is that open heaven concept? It's, It's Isaiah 64 verse 1. Oh, that you would tear open the heavens and come down. That the mountains might quake at your presence. We have seen in 2020 and even in this early portion of 2021 what happens when the gates of hell open up. We need to get ready to see what happens when heaven opens wide. It's not the only time in scripture, by the way. It's not the only time in scripture that phrase appears, open heavens. In Genesis chapter 28, 11, and 12, the Bible talks about a man named Jacob who was in his most difficult hour in his life. And Jacob, in his most difficult hour, decided to do something completely counter to the circumstance. He takes a rock. He places it down as a pillar. He places his head upon the rock. He says, I'm going through hell. So what am I going to do? I'm going to sleep. I'm going to rest. And he physically placed his head upon the rock. The moment he placed his head, his head upon the rock, the Bible says he dreamed that the heavens were open. There was a ladder with angels descending and ascending, bringing heaven down to earth. And then this guy is so crazy that he gets the dream, he gets up, he gets oil, and he anoints the hard place. What does that mean, Pastor Sam? The heavens will open upon you. When all hell comes against you, instead of freaking out, instead of getting into a fetal position, instead of whining and becoming a victim, the moment you say, I know I'm going through hell, but I'm going to do the opposite of what the devil wants me to do, (laughs) instead of freaking out and being discombobulated and panicking and full of anxiety and fear, I'm going to connect my head. I'm going to lay my head on the rock. How many know that Jesus is the rock of our salvation? You're going to put your head on the promises of God. Place your head. Fill your head with the promises of God. And then, then you go crazy and you say, get me some oil. I'm going to anoint. is anointed this chapter is anointed this moment is anointed the moment you anoint the hard place somebody say anoint the hard place you have the power of flipping the script and you have the power of taking that negative circumstance placing it in the hands of our heavenly father anointing it, declaring it blessed and you will experience open heavens it's not the only moment one more moment Ezekiel chapter 1, verse 1. We find the prophet Ezekiel. We find them next to the Kibar River in the Babylonian Empire, modern-day Iraq. The people of God have been taken as exiles, as de facto slaves. We've heard a story. On the way, they were hanging their harps on the willow tree. Yeah. Nebuchadnezzar, boom, destroyed the temple, took the Israelites, said, you're out of here. He kicked the people out of their own country. Not only kicked them out of their country, he says, I'm going to bring you now into my country as slaves. We're taking over your country. We're not leaving you guys behind. And you're going to work free for us to build our future. So he brings them out. And Ezekiel finds himself. And Ezekiel gets very specific on the 31st day of July. Here I am. I love that. 31st. Well, I was in the Judean exiles besides the river, the heavens open. Stop. He wasn't in Israel. The people of God were not right. And yet, Ezekiel experienced an open heaven. He cried unto God. And God answered. And opened up the heavens. What am I telling you? You may be in the wrong place right now. In your relationship. You may be in the wrong place in your life. You may feel... It may look like the devil is winning. It may look like the enemy has the final word. It may look like he he had the victory in 2020 and he's about to win 2021. It may look like you're not coming out of your pit. It may look like your family will never come back together. It may look like your body will never experience the healing. It may look like you're never going to come out of debt and poverty. It may look like, but I'm here to tell you, I don't care what perception may tell you. Perception is not reality. It may look like... It may look like you're in a Babylonian captivity but even in the midst of where you are heaven will open up in If this is for you lift up your hands I'm here to tell you get ready cuz even in the midst of Babylon heaven will open up in your favor if this is if this is you shout like you want the heavens to open your hands I'm here to tell you it may look even in the midst of captivity heaven will open up and give you a vision that will take you out of captivity I sense the Lord right now I need you to, I sense the Lord right now I need you to get ready God's giving you a vision, he's giving you a vision he's giving you a vision, he's giving you a vision he's giving you a vision vision. even the people around you are captive God is giving you a vision that cannot be stopped, he's opening heaven upon you, upon your dream upon your family, upon with your hands raised even in the midst of a Babylonian captivity, hands raised Even in the midst of captivity, this is crazy, your exterior, your external captivity, the captivity on earth will not impede heaven from opening up in your favor. God's about to give you what you need to come out of, oh, I feel the Lord. I sense the Lord. Oh, I feel glory. God's about to fill you with a vision that will not only take you out of captivity, it will take your children and your children's children and your children's, children's 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 children out of captivity. Are you ready? Three generations from now, your great-grandchildren are going to be blessed, favored, advancing the kingdom of heaven, and when they asked them, when did you come out? How did you get here? Because back in 2021, in 2020, the world was full of a pandemic, a here, I'm preaching like a madman now oh if this is for you, say something give God some praise heavens open up even in the midst of your darkest hour you want heaven to open up when things are perfect and God says I will open up heaven even when you're going through hell God is so unbelievably loving he says you're in the midst of your hell watch me open heaven The rest of the people there that Ezekiel was surrounded by, they were literally depressed. The Bible says that. They couldn't even sing. They lost their song. Isaiah say 54. They couldn't even sing. They stopped singing, stopped worshiping, stopped praising, stopped giving, stopped believing. And yet this guy, I know everyone around me has given up, but I still believe you're the God of open heavens. <laughs> Show me something, show me something, show me something, show me something, show me something. And boy, did God ever show him something? A wheel within a wheel. Woo! The dry bones coming together. I'm going to show you something. There's an army of a bunch of dead people that are about to come back to life. You're about to see me show up and push back on every lie and every devil and every one of your enemies. Somebody shout, open heavens! Open heavens! The heavens open up when the old man dies and the new man emerges. The heavens open up when we anoint the hard place and lay our heads upon the rock. When we trust God for his promises in our most difficult hour. The heavens open up when there is captivity around us and we dare to cry out to God. Say, God, do it again. Open up the heavens. He'll do that. Like a dove, like a dove, the Holy Spirit came and settled, rested. That's the Greek word there. And in the Aramaic, rested, settled, stayed. Stayed on Jesus. You missed it. It stayed on him. They didn't touch him and leave. They didn't play tag and leave. He settled on him you messed you're not you settled on it are you ready to see the Holy Ghost settle upon you and your family now you should be saying but I'm some of you the majority are probably going to say but I'm already a Christian I'm already filled with the Holy Spirit you are if you're a born again believer so if you're a Christian you have the Holy Spirit inside of you but when you have the Holy Spirit inside of you and then the Holy Spirit settles on top of you oh you that's double portion baby you're not getting this let the spirit settle on you today lift up your hands the spirit in you the spirit upon you Jesus was already filled with the spirit but now the spirit settled on him as a sign with your hands raised by the way for all the theologians in the house this is is where we have the trinity in one chapter Jesus steps into the water, the Holy Spirit descends and the voice of the Father is heard This is like a major production. We have Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in the same chapter, in the same script, that's powerful. With your hands raised. Why are you here today and why are you streaming online? Because God wanted to remind you that when the new you emerges, nothing can stop you. Hell can't stop the new you. Heaven wanted you to hear today that there were things from the old you that served as a portal For darkness and the enemy to obstruct, deter, hinder, impede the fulfillment of God's purpose and destiny, but not now. The new you cannot be stopped. Hell can't stop the new you. When the new you arises, heaven opens wide. When the new you arises, the spirit settles, not just a visitation, but a holy takeover. Every single individual on the planet right now as I speak, will fall into one of three respective categories. Every single individual, including you. You're either failing, surviving, or thriving. Did you hear that? You're either failing, surviving, or thriving. To use a biblical narrative as a metaphor, every single human being is either in Egypt, the desert, or the promised land. Do you realize very few people ever truly enter into the promised land? That's John 10.10. Not just eternal salvation through Christ, but an abundant life here on earth. John 10, 10. There are people that are saved and are just surviving. Vertically, you know, you're, you're, you're thriving because you're in Christ. But horizontally, your life does not look like your vertical commitment. And what we have to do is line up our horizontal life with our vertical eternity. So we need people around you. Surround you. You are who surrounds you. The people around you are either going to put a lid on you or remove the lid from your life. Surround yourself with people who remove the lid. I feel an anointing right now about that. Ladies and gentlemen, this book, God gave me this book and it's coming out in the midst of a global pandemic, in the midst of riots, in the midst of great discord and angst and consternation in the world. God gave me this book, From Survive to Thrive. I want you to read it. You read this book, it will change your life forevermore. It is a biblically substantiated antidote, a prescription, to get you out of your Egypt, to get you out of your desert, and catapult you and your family into the promised land. Not just vertically, but horizontally. Not just when you get to heaven, but here on earth. This is different. This is about living a a lifestyle of thriving, not just getting more stuff. Yeah, no, no, because we know better. Matter of fact, we know better. We know God wants to bless us and prosper us in every aspect, but it begins vertically. And prosperity is not necessarily about Maseratis. Prosperity is about, more important, the areas that money cannot buy. What what good is is it to have a Maserati and a Learjet when when, when your soul is condemned to hell because you've never accepted Jesus? Go right now to SamuelRodriguezBooks.com. Go to Amazon.com. Go to BooksAMillion.com. Purchase, pre-order this book right now. I assure you, it will change your life. Let's do one thing together. No longer surviving, but thriving. Let's go change the world.